All right. Good evening, and thank you for attending this evening's board meeting. This is the contemporaneous meeting for instrumentalities <laughs> that do not have any new business or matters requiring deliberation. Uh, the meetings of the following instrumentalities, Laurel Homes One, Lincoln View Incorporated, Reserve on South Martin, Southwest Ohio Housing Development Incorporated, Touchstone Property Services, Cary Crossing Development Corporation, West Union Square Development Corporation, Sutter View Development Corporation, Pinecrest, excuse me, Rad Development Corporation, Park Eden Evanston LLC, and Park Eden Apartments Development Corporation are hereby called to order. Roll call for attendance, Ms. Mitchell. Present. Mr. Weedman. Present. Uh, Ms. Spears, I don't know if she's able to respond just yet. Uh, Mr. Harris. Present. And the chair is present. We have a quorum. Uh, assuming everyone is reviewed, May 26, 2020 minutes for for these instrumentalities. Are there motion, any corrections? Motion to approve. Thank you. A second? Okay. Thank you. Roll call. Ms. Mitchell. Aye. Mr. Weedman. Aye. Ms. Spears. We'll move on. Mr. Harris. Aye. The chair votes aye, the motion passes. Uh, as far as secretary recommendations, uh, there is no new business for these instrumentalities. So may I have a motion to adjourn? Motion to adjourn. Thank you. Second. Thank you. And roll call, Ms. Mitchell. Aye. Mr. Weedman. Aye. Ms. Spears. Mr. Harris. Aye. And the chair votes aye, the meeting is adjourned. So now, We move on to the regular board meeting of the Cincinnati Metropolitan Housing Authority for Tuesday, June 30th, 2020. Welcome, everyone. Uh, the meeting is now called to order. Roll call. Ms. Mitchell? Present. Mr. Weedman? Present. Ms. Spears? <laughs> Mr. Harris? Aye. The chair is present. We have a quorum. Item three is approval of the minutes. Is there a motion to approve the minutes okay. from the... Uh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. And that's from the HCV administrative plan changes board meeting held on May 26, 2020. Roll call, Ms. Mitchell. Aye. Mr. Weedman. Aye. Ms. Spears. Mr. Harris. Aye. And the chair votes aye. The motion passes. Is there a motion to approve the minutes from the regular board meeting held on May 26, so 2020? Moved. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Any corrections? Hearing none, roll call, Ms. Mitchell? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. Mr. Harris? Aye. The chair votes aye. The motion passes. 
Uh, item four on our agenda is presentations, and we have none this month. Item five on our agenda is public comments. We don't have any requests to speak this month. Item six is the JRAB Ross Grant update. We don't have a JRAB Ross Grant update. Item seven is discussion of secretary recommendations. 7A is the financial report, uh, resolution 5413, to approve fiscal year 2020 May financial statements for the Cincinnati Metropolitan Housing Authority. Is there a motion to accept? Motion. Thank you. Second. Thank you. <clears throat> Any questions or discussions? Would anyone like to hear from Rima? Mm, hearing none, then roll call, Ms. Mitchell. Aye. Mr. Weedman. Aye. Mr. Harris. Aye. And the chair votes aye. The resolution passes. Gary, I hope you'll let me know when Terry uh, has joined in. Uh, resolution 5414, approving the CARES Act supplemental funding budget for the fiscal year 2020-2021 for the Cincinnati Metropolitan Housing Authority. Motion. Thank you. <laughs> Second. Thank you. Any questions? Hearing none, roll call. Ms. Mr. Mitchell? Mr. Chair, Mr. Chair before you take the roll call, please. Um, can we just take a, a moment and just let Rima um, go over what our 35,000 foot level uh, plans are for this budget? Of course. The floor is yours, Rima. Thank you. Good evening. Um, just as Mr. Johnson said, this is at a very high level. Uh, first of all, I just want to let the board know that we received um, the uh, CARES Act uh, supplemental funding, received about $3.9 million for asset management and operating subsidy, and then we received for the Housing Choice Voucher Program about $1.4 million in administrative fees. The uh, CARES, um, CARES Act uh, supplemental funding can be used for any kind of um, expense or expenditures that's directly related to the COVID-19 um, COVID uh, virus. Uh, items such as uh, anything we do on a preventative maintenance measures, um, such as PPEs, um, any kind of barriers, uh, vehicle and facility cleaning. We also can uh, utilize it for coordination of services related to the residents. Um, we have also purchased IT equipment and any infrastructure necessary like video conferencing. Um, and also uh, another uh, uh, area that we can utilize the administrative fees, the supplemental funding that we received is to provide incentives to bring on more units with uh, current landlords and with um, um, new landlords also. So there's a variety of things that we can expend the dollars and cents on. Um, we are going to be providing the board uh, as we move forward with um, a summary of what our actual expenditures have been against this uh, supplemental funding as we move forward. Anything that's not expended by year end has to be returned to the federal government. Um, but I think with the things that we're seeing here, we'll probably utilize most of the funding. Um, that's it. May I answer any questions? Yes, I, was, I have a question. I, was, I, was, I, was, I, I guess my, my question is, when you talk about um, coordinating services for the residents, uh, can you give us some examples of those services? Absolutely. So we can bring on um, a, a social service agency or consultants that can assist us in working on education, 
um, how to utilize PPEs, uh, what are some of the services out there to assist um, residents if there's a loss of income, um, healthcare related services such as uh, uh, providing transportation for testing, um, okay. these types of areas. That's what I was going to ask. I was concerned about um, our residents being able to get testing in the various places and if that would also allow for us to do testing on site. But that's another story, I guess. That's another. Well, well no, no, uh, Ms. Mitchell. Actually, the board early on approved us in a partnership and then also in this uh, later in this meeting, we're asking for an additional approval, but we've partnered with the organization that has given our residents access uh, for testing on site. So uh, myself and Marquita worked with the organization. Um, we sent out robocalls. We gave education through those robocalls for residents to respond either to us or to the provider of the testing. We have not gotten a large response uh, to those robocalls, but our residents have had access to testing very early on. And okay. uh, like I said, Marquita and I worked with the contractor, but we got a lot of information from the city of Cincinnati uh, health department as well. Um, and one of the things that Rima hit on, um, um, we are, Rima, do you wanna talk a little bit about the RFP that we put out? Oh, certainly. Um, so. Our RFP, the RFP that just uh, has been published, I think recently, will bring in uh, a consultant slash um, social, um, you know, social service coordinator um, into CMHA that will help coordinate with all our sites services such as the educational pieces, connect our residents to whatever their needs may be. So let's say, I mean, even to the degree that if uh, any of our residents unfortunately if they would uh you know get the virus uh we can have services such as delivery of uh groceries uh, if there are children that um get the virus or family members and they have to quarantine we can assist with coordinating their uh, education through online services um connecting them with uh internet access and um you know uh tablets or uh pcs laptops to assist them uh, with their online or online educational pre, uh, process. Um, there's a whole host of services that we're hoping that this uh, consultant, um, you know, this agency uh, that will come in will assist us um, with all our high rises, our family developments, our scattered sites. So yes, um, those are the types of services we're looking to do. Thank you. Sure. Um, did you have a thought? Uh, yeah. Um, um, I was just thinking if um, as, as we get close to the end where we either use it or lose it, we may want to stock up on PPE as much as possible just to make sure that we've uh, utilized all of our uh, all the funds that we have available to us. We have plans yeah. to make sure we utilize most of the, uh, if not all of the dollars. <laughs> well, um, that's good to hear. Uh, I wonder, and I don't expect you to have a full full response tonight. But I wonder, having heard recently about CPS's plans for you know, half the kids, one week, uh, two, maybe three in-classroom days, and, and the hardships that that's going to create for working parents um, going forward. Have we heard any ideas in the resource community on how they're going to be able to 
whether that's an important issue to try to address? Are well, we in those discussions? Yeah, we, we actually, uh, early on for our employees, we've been talking about that a lot through this whole process. So uh, one of the reasons that we want to uh, continue uh, the mobility work from home is that very reason that you brought up. And then uh, we, we were figuring that um, our employees are going to have this issue um, because of their kids not maybe not going to school every day like they used to. So um, we've been talking about it a whole lot for our employees. And then I know Marquina and I have had conversations about it. What does that mean for our sites? Because now where we usually have kids that go to school when school starts, that means that we're always going to have kids at home and on site and is that going to cause additional activity inside the units uh, and or it's going to cause a hardship for our residents that are working they're going to have to make a hard decision whether to leave some of those kids at home or not so um, when we get that social service agency on we're going to talk to them about talking to building some type of education around safeties of leaving kids, school-age kids um, at home and to see if we can, you know, help them with any services or anything. Because the biggest thing is going to be they're going to want to go to work if they have a, a gainful employment. Sure. And they may have a seven or eight-year-old kid that they have to look at, I can't afford daycare, can I leave them at home? So, that's going to be a huge decision for them, for a whole yeah. lot of parents. And yeah. um, we even heard last night uh, in the CPS meeting that there was a lot of parents that, um, you know, work full time. They were having a hard time with it as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that's heartening to know that it's so much on your radar and that you've been focusing on it as much as you have. I think that's going to be a big one, big impact. Okay, any other comments for Rima? Uh, hearing none, then let's move on to the vote for uh, resolution 5414. Five, uh, Ms. Mitchell? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. And has Ms. Spears been able to join? Uh, Mr. Harris? Aye. And the chair votes aye. The resolution passes. Now, resolution 5402. That was tabled at our last month's meeting. At our last month's meeting. Uh, getting a lot of feedback. Uh, getting uh, a lot of feedback. Is it something I'm doing? No, is it it's something it's I'm coming, doing? Coming from Gary. Uh, it's coming, coming from Gary. Okay. Okay. We're, point, we're pointing it to you, Gary. How's it feel? Okay. You <laughs> fixed it. <laughs> Resolution approving the fiscal year. Uh, resolution 5402, approving the fiscal year 2021 budget for the Cincinnati Metropolitan Housing Authority. Is there a motion to accept? Motion. Thank you. A second? Second. Thank you. Any questions? Hearing Mr. none. Mr. Mr. Chair, yes. if I, yes. I, I, I apologize. If we can allow Rima to, this year's budget is, is pretty unique and okay. Rima and Vincent and, and the, the financial staff has put a lot of hard work. I, I put a few hurdles in front of them and they came through with those hurdles. So 
Yeah, Rima, if you don't mind just going through uh, this uh, on, on some of the uh, vocal points of, of the budget. Absolutely. Um, so the fiscal 2021 20, budget, um, it starts off uh, reflecting about 205,000 positions, uh, which is a reduction of uh, around 20 positions uh, for fiscal 2021. 20, uh, as compared to fiscal 2020. Um, all the budgets have been uh, budgeted at break even. Uh, the management services um, uh, budget for 2021 is at 11 million. And uh, as compared to 2020, which was 9.8, so that's an actual increase of 12%. And that is primarily due to the developer fees uh, that we are uh, receiving from the RAD conversions and some of the affordable housing developments that we're doing. Um, the asset management budget this year is at 32 million. Um, it is down from 34 million in 2020, and that is about a 6% reduction. And that has occurred primarily due to the conversions we're doing from public housing, from asset management to RAD. Um, by July, we should have over 600 units converted over to the RAD program, to the affordable housing side. Um, and uh, the Housing Choice Voucher Program is actually at, been budgeted at $7.5 million, which is um, approximately a 7% increase, which uh, in 2020 we had $7 million projected. So uh, altogether, they're all, as I said, been um, set up for break-even, and, um, and you will see as we're moving into uh, 2021, uh, there's going to be at least um, three more additional uh, closings. Uh, we're hoping a couple of our high rises and um, Mariana Terrace will convert over. We'll also be starting on the affordable side. We'll be starting on Bennett Point. Um, so there's going to be a lot of activity in um, 2021 as far as conversions and uh, new development. Um, and um, so, yeah, if I may ask, uh, answer any specific questions, I'm happy to. Are you seeing those numbers exactly what was the objective of uh, RAD and beginning to show up? Yeah, and I, and I just want to add to that, Mr. Chair, to Rima's uh, comments on this year's budget. We um, put out another RFP last week. Uh, we were debating internally whether to um, award a, a larger contract to the Sheriff Department for Winton and Finlater and Millville. And after uh, having a conversation with the police chief of Cincinnati, what we decided to do is instead take, take those dollars and support a uh, community policing uh, um, RFP, which where there's organizations that'll come into the community and try to help those neighborhoods uh, bridge the conversation between law enforcement and what are some of the things that they can do to help prevent uh, and reduce crime in their neighborhoods. So we thought we talked about it at one of our all staff meetings and we definitely said we wanted to do something, but then we, we decided um, after talking to police chief that this maybe was a better approach than, than just hiring the, the police department, the sheriff's department. Um, and based on what's going on in our city, our country, uh, it was just a better use of the funds to try to accomplish what we were trying to accomplish. So 
hopefully in another month or so, month and a half, we'll be coming before you on who that partnership uh, will, will be with. Yeah, that's very exciting, Greg. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm sure everyone will be um, very pleased to hear what more you have to say on that subject when the time is right. It's a big, and, big and subject. One, and one more thing, um, uh, not everybody, I think, uh, well, Rima knows, but one other thing I wanted to make sure with the approval of this uh, budget, um, you're approving something that probably, and Rima, correct me if I'm wrong, or, or Lisa uh, Thomas, you probably can correct me as well. I don't think has ever happened in the history of the PHA. One of the things that we've been talking about, um, myself, Rima, and Lisa, is the hardship on our employees and being able to switch, switch to the mobility and try to continue to get everything done uh, with all of the, the, the pains that we've been having with Pinecrest and this, this COVID-19, the staff continuing to relocate, uh, answer the questions, answer the HUD questions, and just as probably six hours ago, answer questions to all the, the, the funders to get everybody on board with signing everything, along with um, continuing to do the day-to-day -day work and answer, and then um, you know maintenance working on mobility uh, we believe that with the passage of this budget, we've worked out where we'll be able to give uh, every employee that, uh, in CMHA some type of one-time incentive, and this is including the maintenance staff. So this is not um, in separation of maintenance staff. This is all uh, together. So I want to, I, I posed that to Rima, and um, I can't say she double looked at me because we're not seeing each other as much. We're talking a lot. But um, she did say, okay, I'll, I'll see what I can do. And I would have to say that um, uh, they, they put the pen to pad where we were able to do that. So with the approval of this budget, um, you will be doing something historic that hasn't happened at the PHA before. We like historic stuff. Um, well done. That's really big. Um, it's hard to estimate or hard to articulate the significance of that. Sometimes, maybe a lot of times, people feel taken for granted that uh, that's what they have to do to keep their job. And, you know, this is a, a pretty good way to articulate that, that their efforts are being recognized, uh, especially if it can be in part a financial reward. So, any other comments on the budget? If not, roll call, Ms. Mitchell. Laverne, do you have your mute on? You do? Aye. Okay. I can see you saying aye. <laughs> Mr. Weedman. Aye. Mr. Harris. Aye. The chair votes aye. The resolution passes. Item 7B is request for approval to solicit bids for the following items, of which we have none this month. Item 7C is resolutions to award contract renewals, of which we have none either. 
Item 7D is adopt a resolution to award the following construction contracts. Resolution 5415, authorizing the CEO of CMHA to enter into a contract for solicitation 2020-3004, office and maintenance building renovation, that's pre-rad, at Mariana Terrace Apartments for the amount of $359,900 funded through capital funds. Motion. Thank you. A second? Thank you. Any questions? Hearing none, roll call Ms. Mitchell. Aye. Mr. Weedman. Aye. Mr. Harris. Aye. The chair votes aye. The resolution passes. Now resolution 5416 authorizes. Mr. 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 Chair, um, yes. I believe Ms. Spears is having some computer problems. That's that's why okay. she's all right, I, I certainly don't want to give the impression that uh, I'm overlooking her. No, she, uh, she's, yeah, no, I think she's just having some issues with okay. her computer. All right, um, thank, you. thank you. And now resolution 5416, authorizing the CEO of Cincinnati Metropolitan Housing Authority to enter into a contract for solicitation 2020-3005, replacement of chiller, at the present apartments funded through capital funds. Motion. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Any questions or discussions? Yeah, I have one. What do we do with all our air conditioners out there? <laughs> I, I'm, that's that's a half serious question. <laughs> Joe, Joe, you want to take that? So this is two things. I, I didn't see it in the write-up. So this is. Um, a property that has a massive chiller unit. It's the size of a small truck. Yeah. Uh, that chiller unit had some repairs to get it through last year, and it took yeah. us a while to get the scope and identify all the components that need to be replaced. We're at that point now. Uh, mm -hmm. This is why it is that $209,000 figure uh, as opposed to smaller window ACs. This building also can't support smaller windows ACs for every single unit. So we have to do something on this scale to be able to provide that cool air for them. Yeah. Is there, do we have a place to store all those temporary purchases? So that would, be, that would probably be better answered by Marquita uh, because once this chiller is replaced, uh, those uh, window units are not that old. So I'm sure they have some place, but she'd probably be better to answer that. I don't want you to take a lot of time, Marquita, but just make us feel good about that. I mean, that's uh, well in the six figures that we spent on all that, right? Uh, uh, well, not quite six figures, um, but what we will do with the individual um, air conditioning units is that we'll use those as a replacement in the event that there is some other um, issue at, an, at another apartment or... Um, where we have to temporarily put some type of air conditioning unit, just like we did um, with the president. So okay. it, they'll be fine. Okay, great. It's great to know that we can get more mileage out of them. Um, and the, the most logical place to keep those, depending on what the final number is at, in the warehouse right there at CEO. There's plenty of room in the warehouse to store them. Okay, very good. Any other questions? Hearing none, then uh, let's see. Uh, roll call, Ms. Mitchell. Aye. Mr. Weedman. Aye. Mr. Harris. Aye. 
The chair votes aye, the resolution passes. Now we move on to resolution 5417, authorizing the CEO of CMHA to enter into a contract for solicitation 2019-3020, cooling systems upgrades at Horizon Hills apartments funded through capital funds. Motion. Thank you. Second. Thank you. Any questions? I think many of us were at that site after such significant work was done in recent months. Um, any other questions? Hearing none, roll call Ms. Mitchell. Aye. Mr. Weedman. Aye. Mr. Harris. Aye. The chair votes aye. The resolution passes. Item 7E, adopt a resolution in the general category, resolution 5418, authorizing the CO of CMHA to extend the stay-at-home orders and work from home policies. Motion. Thank you. Second. Thanks much. Any questions? Where are we extending to now, uh, Greg? Where are we, where are we currently? Have we, how, how long will you approve this uh, stay at home? August 31st. Okay. So you're just asking for authority to continue it past August 31st? Uh, till August 31st because, oh, okay. yeah, because today was the last extension uh, that you gave. And we wanted to, we're still vetting out uh, with our consultants and purchasing all of the spit guards and floor markings, uh, and we're getting all of our schedules. So we're going to take this month to actually get into the staff scheduling where two days, three days, uh, homes and things like that. So then we can prevent, uh, present a full plan. Okay. Yeah, I was, the question I originally asked was, when was that ending? And you're telling me it's oh, ending today. today. So we're just it was today. August okay, I'm good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, obviously we look forward to that fuller presentation. Um, who knows what we may find uh, with many of the tasks being performed very capably um, from home. All right, let's see. And now I've gotten myself lost. We've uh, had questions. Now roll call. Ms. Mitchell. Aye. Mr. Weedman. Aye. Mr. Harris. Aye. The chair votes aye. The resolution passes. Resolution 5419, authorizing the incorporation of legal entities to facilitate the rental assistance demonstration, otherwise known as RAD, conversion rehabilitation of Mariana Terrace. Motion. Thank you. Second. Second. Thank you. Thank you. Any questions? Hearing none, roll call. Ms. Mitchell. Aye. Mr. Weedman. Aye. Mr. Harris. Aye. The chair votes aye. The resolution passes. Now resolution 5420, authorizing the CEO of CMHA to negotiate and enter into an agreement to lease 4848 Winesti Avenue to the Society of St. Vincent de Paul. Motion. Thank you. Second. A second. Thank you, Laverne. Any questions? Greg, are they going to put a store in there or what are they going to do? No, they, uh, they're they already renting. We've been renting it, and it's at Wenton Terrace, and they provide social services to oh, residents. Okay. Yeah, that's great. Any other questions? Hearing none, roll call Ms. Mitchell. Aye. Mr. Weedman. Aye. Mr. Harris. Aye. The chair votes aye. The resolution passes. Now resolution 5421, authorizing adoption of CMHA's personnel policies. Motion. Thank you. Second. Thank you. 
Any questions or discussions on that? Do we have changes to that policy? Or are we just adopting what we already have? There was one change made to the alternative work schedule, which was adding the telecommuting. And then the um, infectious disease and the uh, whistleblower is newly developed. Okay, thank you. Any other questions? Good question. All right, uh, roll call. Ms. Mitchell. Aye. Mr. Weedman. Aye. Mr. Harris. Aye. The chair votes aye, the resolution passes. Resolution 5422, adopting a change in the procurement policy for the Cincinnati Metropolitan Housing Authority. Motion. Thank you. Second. Thank you, Reggie. And any questions or discussion? Hearing none, roll call, Ms. Mitchell. Aye. Mr. Weedman. Aye. Mr. Harris. Aye. Chair votes aye, the resolution passes. Now resolution 5423, authorizing the CEO of CMHA to create and incorporate a new entity to be known as Bennett Point LLC and Bennett Point Development Corporation. Motion. Thank you. A second. Thank you. Thank you. Any questions? Hearing none, roll call Ms. Mitchell. Aye. Mr. Weedman. Aye. Mr. Harris. Aye. The chair votes aye, the resolution passes. Resolution 5424, authorizing the COO of CMHA to pursue financing for Bennett Point redevelopment and to execute documents for the purposes of applying for financing for redevelopment, which includes engaging lenders and tax credit syndicators. Motion. Thank you. Thank you. Any questions or discussion? Yeah, this is Reggie. And what is this? This is for which project? Uh, this is for Bennett Point, the uh, 9% tax credit award in Pendleton, the Cincinnati neighborhood of Pendleton. Oh, is, this is this, so this is what we're naming the, the tax credit award. Yeah, okay. Bennett Point, correct. Okay, great. That's it. Thank you. Any, any other questions, Reggie? It's a good question. Okay. Uh, let's see, roll call. Um, Ms. Mitchell. Aye. Mr. Weedman. Aye. Mr. Harris. Aye. The chair votes aye, resolution passes. Now resolution 5425, conferring authority to the CEO to negotiate and execute a memorandum of understanding with Alpha 7 Medical Company, LLC, for the provision of COVID-19 testing. Motion. Thank you. Second. Thank you. Any questions or discussion beyond what we had earlier? What kind of testing is this? Uh, is this a uh, uh, swab? Is it saliva? Is it, do we know? I don't know what kind of testing it is. Um, do you, Marquita? I don't know that we know what 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 type of testing is. I, I don't know the type of testing. So what so how long does it take to get results once we do once we do testing off of these test kits? Off of off of this one, uh, what they've uh, shared with us is forty eight hours. Okay. And and this is uh, we have the other company that the board approved um, and this company has agreed to uh, make sure to include all of our housing choice voucher residents. So we thought this would be a big help for residents that maybe are not attending the pop-up uh, locations that are popping up uh, throughout um, the county. Okay, good. 
Greg, do they um, do the um, actual um, results or do they send it to a lab? They, do they have their uh, own lab? I, I don't know the answer to that. Do you know the answer to that, uh, Marquita? Mm -hmm. No, they, they send it to the lab and then the lab sends it to the physician that's working with them. The physician then contacts the individual and lets them know the results. Thank you. Is there, is there a significant difference in the price uh, for this longer timeline than the test some of we've been hearing about you get the result 15 minutes later um is there a significant difference in the cost and those two approaches to testing i think that was what i heard in part of tom's question too i don't know the di difference in the cost i know the one cost that we heard and the other company does the same thing where they have to send it off it was 120 dollars wow per, um, okay. for for the test but no resident is charged because it's it's covered by CARES Act, Medicare, right. Medicaid. Right. So these vendors have been approved for their accuracy and all other concerns related to this activity. Correct. Okay. I have another question, I have another question um, Mr. Chair. So, Mr. Johnson, if um, if, if the cost of the testing, what about those individuals who may have insurance? Will their insurance cover it or they don't have to submit it to their insurance and it's covered by the CARES Act or what? Yeah, if their insurance covers it, then obviously their insurance would be billed for it. Okay. The, um, all of the other apparatuses or funding uh, pieces, just make sure no one gets turned away if, okay. if they can't afford it. Okay, thank you. Uh, my, my question was, uh, was um, kind of leaning towards the accuracy portion of it when I asked that question about, um, as you know, different tests are giving, some of them aren't really very accurate. In fact, I've read, I've recently read that there was a company out there that was doing testing that was only getting 50% accuracy, which uh, that's like flipping a coin. So right. I, that's why I was asking the question, do we, do we know uh, um, what kind of tests they were? Because I think they're talking about that swab that goes all the way up, takes a little piece of your brain out. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, that one's supposed to be pretty accurate, I'm told, but right. I, I don't really, I, I don't really know. And that's, that's, why, that's why I was asking the question. Yeah, that that test that you're speaking of is is the test that all of the pop up um, areas are are using the swab. Right. Um, I I I know which ones you're talking about, and some of those kits are coming from out of the country, and they some of them have less than fifty percent. What we've been doing is using organizations that have, like the first organization you approved, they were actually doing testing uh, for with one of the Kroger's. So we know that they're legitimate organizations that have already been doing testing uh, and they're trying to expand their, their base, their billing base by uh -huh. providing the testing. And so this organization is one of those organizations as well. Okay. Yeah, well, um you know, as if you don't have enough responsibilities and duties, uh, the assumption of this one is uh, it's important. Uh, but uh, again, uh, thank you for managing to do everything else you're doing, as well as vet vendors and procedures and timelines to offer this to our uh, tenant families. Uh, 
So uh, again, you know, it's easy to say, uh, <laughs> it's easy to be critical, uh, but to be sure, uh, uh, another important task that the agency employees have taken on this year and you know, an historic year in that way as well. Uh, yeah. How much you have to I, move I, on the line. Yeah, I, I appreciate that, but I tell you, the, the group that's our staff, the, the group that's on the call here or on the Zoom call here with it, they've been Johnny on the spot to step up to the plate. You know, some of our conversations are hard, but at the end of the day, every last person on this call, they've been working as hard as they can to make sure all these things happen. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of the group that I have. Yeah. Um, I'm a little hard sometimes, but I'm still <laughs> proud of the group that, that, that I have because they have been working really, really hard. Yeah. And I would imagine there's no distinction between Saturday and Sunday and Tuesday and Wednesday. <laughs> no, it's just, just about getting it done. <laughs> well, uh, wonderful. It doesn't go unnoticed. All right. So let's see. Um, we did, did I have the vote on resolution 5425? Sorry. No. Yes. Yeah. Motion. I think we already had a motion and a second, but I'm not sure. Do we vote on that, Joy? Well, let's go. Let's we, go ahead. We have and, not voted. We have not. Yeah, let's I don't do, think you voted on it. Let's do the Ernie Banks. Let's play two. Uh, <laughs> roll call. Mrs. Mitchell. Aye. Mr. Weedman. Aye. Mr. Harris. Aye. And the chair votes aye. Resolution 5425 passes. Now, resolution 5426 authorizing the CO to enter into an agreement to renew lease for 5139 Holland Drive to the Community Action Agency of Hamilton County. Thank you. Thank you. Any questions? Hearing none, roll call, Ms. Mitchell? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. Mr. Harris? Aye. The chair votes aye. The resolution passes. Um, the board will now... Mr. Chair? Um, before you go into executive session, and I hope this person doesn't um, knock me over my head, but um, I think I'll, I, I just feel like that, you know, uh, sometimes you just have to recognize when people uh, persevere and push forward and keep going uh, forward, no matter what's happening uh, in their personal life. I'm not going to call anybody's name, but I'm going to ask if, if, if we all, we have a, a person that brought, that helped brought uh, Pinecrest through, and that person was going through a lot of their own personal uh, items, and uh, not one day did they slack off or say, um, hey, I'm not going to do it, and the, the thing got approved and got closed uh, and she was on top of it every step of the way. So if, if you would join me and just, I'm not gonna say her name, but if everybody would join me and just, just give her a round of applause for everything that she went through to help us get that, I, I would appreciate it. I know she's going to kill me for saying something, but I didn't say your name, so don't throw nothing at me too much. Yeah. 
Well, and again, you know, it's uh, it, it, it's about doing the things when sometimes nobody's even watching and doing this in a world that causes us to scratch our heads. Um, how, if you can allow me a moment of facetiousness, how no good deed goes uncriticized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I'm laughing in the uh, greatest sense of duty to our tenants. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I hear you saying, Greg, because in the end, you know, that's who we're, we're serving. Right. And uh, w w when we do and our folks do what you're describing, uh, it's about meeting the needs of our tenants and uh, in a gold standard fashion. So uh, thank you for sharing that with us and using this moment to call attention to that uh, individual's efforts. Okay, so uh, I don't think we need a vote to go into executive session. We'll have uh, a yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, we yeah you have uh, to. I'll make a motion that we enter into executive session for the purposes of personnel. Second. Second, okay. Uh, any discussion? Hearing none, roll call, Ms. Mitchell? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. Mr. Harris? Aye. The chair votes aye. The motion passes. We'll now go into executive session. And I don't think we need anybody else to stay on. Uh, yeah. I think we're good. So uh, thank yeah. you for joining us for this meeting. I think we're done. I mean, yeah. when we come back, there's nothing else that we're going to need you for. So. Yeah, well said, Tom. Uh, thank you. Thanks to each of you. Uh, I, I'm sure Greg's going to hang around uh, yeah. in case we have a question or two for him. But um, um, uh, thank you so much. Ha have a great Tuesday. What's left of it? <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Lots you of rest. Thank you. Hey, Rob. Will you you'll you'll bring us into executive session, Rob? Correct. Yeah, yes, sir. Okay. Uh, how will we know that's been done? We'll just see the board members. Okay. And Greg will join us if and when we ask him to. Correct. In case you're wondering, any of you. And there's just um, going to be four, correct, at this point, because uh, Terry Spears is not with us? Correct. The four board members.
Laverne, click on the blue button. There we go. Okay. Okay. So, um, 737, we're out of executive session. Gary? Gary, you there? Yes, he's there. Yes, he's there. Yeah, yes, I am. Okay. So the board is uh, the board is uh, a regular meeting session. May I have a motion to um, come out of executive session? A motion. Second. Okay. Any discussion? Hearing none. Roll call. Ms. Mitchell. Aye. Mr. Weedman. Aye. Mr. Harris. Aye. Mr. Chairman's aye. The motion passes. We are back in general session, and I will now pass to Commissioner uh, Weedman to read uh, a resolution. Uh, yeah, this is resolution number 5427, a resolution to award bonus a bonus to the Chief Executive Officer of the Cincinnati Metropolitan Housing Authority for, a con for contract year 2020. Resolution 5427, whereas the Chairman of the Board of Commissioners for the Cincinnati Metropolitan Housing Authority Upon coming out of the June 30th, 2020 executive session, and after reviewing Mr. Johnson's annual accountabilities, made a recommendation to award a bonus to Mr. Gregory D. Johnson, Chief Executive Officer of the Cincinnati Metropolitan Housing Authority for the contract year 2020. Now, therefore, be it resolved by the Cincinnati Metropolitan Housing Authority Board of Commissioners does authorize the award of a bonus per the existing employment contract of Gregory D. Johnson, MS, PHM, EDEP, as the Chief Executive Officer for the Cincinnati Metropolitan Housing Authority. So that is, and I make a motion to approve resolution 5427. Second. A second. All right. Any discussion? Hearing none, roll call. Ms. Mitchell? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. Mr. Harris? Aye. The chair votes aye. The resolution passes. And with no other business to come before the board, may I Mr. have a motion? Mr. Miles, before you close the meeting, yes, please. Um, I would like to ask the board, this was not on your agenda tonight. Um, with everything that's going on in the country and in our community, I would like to have the ability, if we can afford, and I have to look at some numbers, to extend our uh, uh, moratorium on evictions. The federal moratorium on public housing ends on uh, July the 25th. And uh, after we do some research and look at uh, some financial numbers to see how many we potentially could have, uh, I would like to have the option, since we don't uh, meet in July, to possibly extend that, if we can, through September the 1st, to allow families to either regain employment, uh, sign repayment agreements, or utilize the lift uh, uh, for the city of Cincinnati, other CARES money for uh, Hamilton County, and or PRC funds uh, to keep their housing. Fully support. Yeah. Are you looking for a resolution? Uh, yes. Is I think a, Gary. A resolution or a motion? Um, um, I recommended uh, the, the, the motion for it. Okay. So, Laverne, he's just 
made a motion of that resolution. Uh, is there a, is there? So a, a commissioner, a commissioner is going to have to make the motion. So I yeah. will make that motion. Yeah. Okay, thank you. A second. I second. All right. Any discussion? Hearing none. Roll call, Mr. Weedman. Aye. Ms. Mitchell. Aye. Mr. Harris. Aye. And the chair votes aye. The resolution passes. Thank you. All motion right. To uh, thank you. Motion to adjourn has been heard. Second. A second. Second. All right. Any discussion? Hearing none. Uh, roll call to adjourn. Ms. Mitchell. Aye. Mr. Weepman. Aye. Mr. Harris. Aye. And the chair votes aye. Uh, the motion passes and uh, the meeting is adjourned. Thanks to each of you. Thank you. Thank you all. Appreciate it. Great, Thank you. Doing a great job you're doing. Keep it up. Yeah, Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank, Thank you so you. much. You're doing, you're doing good too, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> he can't do what he'd do without you. I sure can. He knows that. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I guess it goes without saying how much we can accomplish when we make the effort to hear one another and appreciate others' points of view that may not be initially obvious to ourselves. And I, I'm I'm referring to the collegiality of the board, uh, how important that is to uh, the work that uh, Greg and staff are trying to do, that you know, they don't have additional work because the board um, isn't doing its part to be responsible and, and live the mission as well from what is for a board member to be. So, any other comments uh, before we, we've already adjourned. This is really just happy hour. Be uh, safe. Thank you all. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye.